While Lake Mendota is down about an inch from its records, Lake Monona, after uh, last night's rain, has set a new record and is seven and a half inches above the 100-year flood elevation. The exiting or the flow of water out of Lake Monona continues to be our major challenge. The west side areas that encountered flooding two weeks ago are in no immediate danger. I'm speaking about McKenna Boulevard, the Odana Mineral Point area, Deming Way, and University Avenue. Our biggest challenge is the isthmus and the incoming traffic tomorrow morning for the rush hour and the return to school. So the first thing we do for the most timely information is everyone should check the website and look at what street closures we have and figure out where the pinch points may be. We guess that East Johnson may will probably be closed. We may lose one lane in each direction on East Washington Avenue, perhaps more, and that is going to make the, the inbound commute difficult. Again, we recommend looking at alternative routes, leaving up to an hour extra time to get into town, and a reminder, please get your speeds down under five miles an hour as you go through the standing water. Cars moving faster than that, and even as fast as five miles an hour, starts causing waves, rippling effects, which can lead to erosion of nearby soils and force water up into uh, the foundations of adjacent buildings. If we're going to keep these streets open, even with modest amounts of water, traffic has to go slowly. It's a, this is a sharing process. We're all making, making sacrifices. We're expecting rain this afternoon, as much as two more inches. And with water already high on the isthmus, we are unfortunately predicting the potential for urban flash flooding. This means the streets in question, the ones that have been our major concern all along around Brittingham Bay, Monona Bay, uh, Livingston, uh, East Washington, are all subject to closures uh, or maybe impassable when you get there. Uh, so please, please be cautious. Again, property damage from the flooding uh, is at risk for both the vehicles going through high waters as well as the adjacent properties and buildings. We're hoping to see uh, an increase in the discharge rate uh, at the Tenney Dam, lowering the levels of Lake Mendota, reducing problems there, but that discharge associated with the rain is going to give us continued challenges in the isthmus along the Ohara River and the lower portions of, of Lake Monona and along John Nolan Drive. The increase will raise the water levels on these streets. And again, this can happen within a matter of, of a half an hour or less. So we want to point out, check the accessibility of your destination before you leave, but understand 
If we get rains during the course of your trip, the streets may be closed due to flash flooding by the time you arrive at, at these difficult points. Uh, we don't anticipate any problems in regards to the opening of schools this week. Uh, that doesn't mean that we can't encounter problems if water flows change or rain amounts uh, become a problem. And that then gets us to the question about the length and the duration of what's now a two-week event as we enter into the third week. I want to point out that nothing's changed in terms of how it ends. We need a week of sunshine. And it's getting more complicated now and uh, less predictable because we not only have to deal with the natural flow of, <clears throat> of, of, of winds and pressure centers here in the Midwest, but now we're facing the season of tropical storms. And the movement of tropical storms coming up uh, from the Caribbean and into the Midwest is of concern. We're obviously hoping that they don't make it uh, to our area or they stay to the west, move and shift to the west, but we have to be concerned about that, and that can change everything. Again, it's going to take us one solid week of sunshine before we can start talking about the immediate crisis ending and getting into uh, active recovery mode, at least in the isthmus and uh, Lake Monona areas. I want to point out that uh, in this particular instance, it's a group of city agencies that folks normally take for granted that are, are taking the brunt of this. Uh, city engineering, IT information technology, streets, parks, all the services in the Department of Transportation, uh, that's Madison Metro, our bus service, the parking utility, as well as traffic engineering, which is monitoring all the, the uh, events, and the command uh, support we're getting from police and as needed from fire. But it's not the usual uh, uh, agencies that people see as the main emergency responders in this instance. It's a group of people who don't know what an eight-hour day is, do not know what a five-day work week is anymore, and uh, two weeks of this, and, and, and we're, really, uh, we're really pushing it. And in terms of normal city uh, support for some of these agencies, parks, engineering, streets, the work that they do that you see every day in terms of uh, park lawns being mowed and... Uh, uh, sanitation collection, all of that is being disrupted and we're asking people to show a little patience, a little understanding. This is a very unusual event, uh, probably in the history of this nation. Uh, continual flooding for this length of, of, of time is, is, is very exceptional. Uh, we all wish it would end, but obviously we have no control over it. Any questions? Do you have an update number on damages throughout Dean County from all the flooding? We'll probably have an update on that uh, next week, but this weekend we've mostly been uh, focused on uh, dealing with, with the rain. And uh, 
We know that the numbers continue to be collected. People, again, if you've got property damage, call 211, get it reported, fill out the forms, uh, because that's that's critical in terms of uh, the, the recovery, the post-storm effects. Pattern we've seen over the past week or so, you know, an inch or so every couple of days. It, it seems like it's been pretty manageable. You know, there's temporary or some uh, closures, but then um, it might it may reopen. Is there any amount of rain that um, um, could accelerate the issues and make it a little more less manageable? We we're, you know we're, we're we're averaging an inch of rain a day or less. Um, if we get uh, a storm with three to four inches or more, we could we could see a major change in everything we're discussing, from trees down to closed streets to more flooded property. Uh, it's three to five inch storms that have concerned us all along in terms of big impact in damage. The one inch storms still are a major concern because we're not out of this and they're not letting us out. Obviously, today is Labor Day. I mean, do you have anything that you would want to share to residents here about, you know, how to maybe stay safe while they're out and about on the lake or driving, well, certain things to look out for? Again, some of the things that we've, we've pointed out. One, we really think you ought to stay off the lakes. Uh, certainly, if you're in a motorized vehicle, you're going to be subject to no wake. Uh, there's not much you can do with a boat right now. Um, we don't know about shifting uh, winds and, 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 and patterns of, of flooding. And so the best thing, whether it's the lakes or it's parts of your neighborhood that are becoming lakes, stay out of the water. Again, if you're driving through an area, please go at the slowest possible. Uh, speed. What did I do? I don't think I was touching anything. Um, where were we? <laughs> stay, stay out of the water. Be careful with your vehicles. Remember the rules on sandbagging. Uh, you don't want to sandbag around your property, creating a place for water to gather between your sandbags and the foundation of the building. On your comment earlier about you know anticipating possible lane closures on East Washington and uh, in East Johnson closure, when you mentioned East Johnson, you're referring to the Baldwin to first stretch. That's that's correct. Yes. What yeah, East that. Johnson will continue to be closed uh, for the foreseeable future in that stretch. So schools wouldn't close, but can you imagine a scenario in which they do, and what would that look like? Well, we've only got one school that's really in an area that might be subject to flooding, and that's O'Keefe. And we're in close contact with school administration. So far, that's, that's not a problem. Uh, other schools that might be affected, really, it's only if we get road closures, and then there's the accessibility question. And certainly, we're not going to have school buses going through high water. But at this time, based on what's going on right now, and our capacity to deal with another inch tonight, we think we're all right in terms of the schools. 
I talked to Boat Patrol a little bit earlier today, and I know they've had even flooding issues themselves in their own boat docks where they yeah. have um, their boats that go out on the water to patrol. Do you, I mean, I know you talked a little bit about the lake levels at the very beginning of the press conference, but do you mind kind of re-going over that and why, you know, this may be unprecedented numbers that you haven't seen in a while or maybe have? Well, what's, what's happening with these high lake levels is first uh, they're basically expanding the lakes into our neighborhoods, into areas where there are homes, where there are businesses. That's, that's the first thing. The second thing is as long as the lake levels are high, we don't have the capacity to absorb more rain. And I think it's, it's clear to understand this. Depending exactly where in the water basin the uh, rain should come, we will see a one-inch rain producing a two- to three-inch rise in Lake Mendota. Then there's the issue of all the trees uh, that are along the lakeshore. As long as they're dry and the root ball's not soaked, there's not much danger of losing them. But now we've got literally hundreds of trees along Wingra Creek, along all of the lakes that have been sitting, the root balls have been sitting in water for two weeks now. And that can kill the tree or uh, what we could also see happening in high winds uh, and it's not going to take much, those trees can come down. So there's all kinds of danger uh, uh, aspects to this. And by the way, another reason not to go out on the lakes in any kind of craft is it reduces the probability of rescue vehicles having to go out after you. It's difficult enough to do a water rescue. These circumstances, uh, you know, and that's a, a message for everybody in terms of safety. One of the ways you can help is don't do anything that's going to require other people to come help you. Have there been any specific metro routes that have been affected? Well, they have been, yeah. Buses uh, that, that have gone through the isthmus, we've had to do some rerouting, though we have not had to see any significant reduction in service uh, other than the very first week of the storm where for a period of time we went to weekend service levels rather than regular work week schedules.